This podcast is produced by Whisper and Mutter. Hey, it's Imani here. Before we continue, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you so that I can improve the podcast and also secure some sponsors as well. Can you please visit yizzyresearch.com to take a quick, anonymous listener survey? Thanks. As an independent researcher, I am fortunate that I get to work with a variety of clients. Though my research company, Yizzy Research, is relatively young, I've already had the chance to work with some interesting clients on a variety of projects. One of those clients is an organization called New America. Along with several other independent researchers, I investigated low-income taxpayers in New York. Today, I'll share what happened and what I learned. You're listening to the Yizzy Research Podcast, the podcast for people who research people. You are listening to the voice of your host, Imani, UX researcher at and founder of the UX research company, Yizzy Research. I help organizations understand their users, and I coach aspiring and practicing UX researchers in their career journeys. New America, a Washington, D.C.-based think tank, wanted to run a research sprint to better understand the experiences of New Yorkers as they attempted to claim the Earned Income Tax Credit, also known as the EITC. Approximately 20% of people who are eligible do not claim the credit, and New America wanted some help to understand why. As an independent researcher hired by New America, I was tasked with the following research objectives. Number one, map out pain points in the EITC claim process. Number two, understand barriers to accessibility in claiming the EITC. Evaluate the usability of state-issued communications. Uncover how the state-issued communications impact claimants' responsiveness. I collaborated with three other independent researchers on this project. I was really interested in working with New America because I was on a high from my NYCX Innovation Fellowship and wanted to do something similar, but under the umbrella of my own company. Since I had just started working for myself full time, I was striving to procure clients that had substantive projects that needed research. Lastly, the most compelling and attractive element of this contract was that the product itself was not a traditional product like an app or a web-based experience. Instead, the product was a tax form. How would this work? How would I approach research with such an unconventional product? Would this still be considered UX research or something else? Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. No, just kidding. This engagement required a lot of secondary research. Though I had been a volunteer tax preparer for about three years in two different states, there was still a lot for me to learn about taxation and the earned income credit. I spent the first two weeks of the project reading white papers, academic journals, and articles about EITC. Something I've noticed about working on public interest tech and government engagements is that since there is already a robust body of knowledge published, secondary research is absolutely necessary. After I completed secondary research, I, in collaboration with the other researchers on the project, began conducting interviews. I conducted interviews with low-income taxpayers, community-based organizations that serve them, and New York State tax employees. These interviews allowed me to understand the pain points, lifestyles, and journeys of these cohorts. In addition to interviews, I conducted what I suppose was usability testing of various tax forms. I hesitate to call this a usability test because I wasn't necessarily assessing the usability of the form, but more so the taxpayer's comprehension of the contents of the form. I was trying to understand what about the form prevented taxpayers from claiming the EITC. Perhaps it was content testing instead. I don't know. The semantics challenged me a bit. Prior to working with New America, I reserved the term usability testing for web-based products and apps. 
It can be argued that this was indeed usability testing since the end user was the low income taxpayer and the purpose of testing the product, in this case the tax forms, with them was to understand how they engage with it to inform potential changes to the tax form to refine the end user's experience and ultimately get them a higher tax return. Since there were three other researchers working on this project, we were able to divide up the research responsibilities. We all led interview and usability testing sessions. I recruited and incentivized the low-income taxpayers using userinterviews.com, while one of our contacts at New America managed the interactions with the state employees and community-based organizations. This project yielded a lot of qualitative data, and I was grateful to use Dovetail to help navigate this. I used Dovetail as a repository to store recorded sessions and transcripts as well. It was easy to tag the transcripts as I did synthesis. This was perfect considering that so many different researchers were working together. We were able to tag different statistics, pain points, journey touch points, successes, and expectations. This made it easy to create journey maps and personas afterwards. Though synthesis and analysis were easy, I did encounter some challenges. We conducted this research during tax season during a global pandemic, so it was difficult to find time with community-based organizations since they were in the midst of providing free tax prep services. This was totally understandable, and since there were so many researchers, we were able to accommodate the CBOs at different times. Another challenge was taxpayer recruitment. Recruitment is usually a challenge for researchers, right? I found that taxpayers, especially low-income taxpayers, were difficult to reach because they did not always have reliable internet access. It was also illegal to ask community-based organizations to solicit their taxpayers they serve, so I had to rely on third-party recruitment to find taxpayers. User interviews was so awesome and reliable, and we were able to connect with a wide range of interesting, engaging, and helpful taxpayers. If you're enjoying this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts and give it a five-star rating and a glowing review. Subscribe, follow. Many of you messaged me to tell me how much you like the podcast, but it's even better if you share it with your coworkers, mentees, and mentors on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and any other platform I forgot to mention. Spread the love. Don't keep me to yourself. Also, if you are an aspiring or even a current UX researcher who needs help with your resume, interviewing skills, professional branding, cover letter, LinkedIn profile, and portfolio, consider applying for the Yizzy Research Coaching Program. What did we find in doing this research? Over the course of our conversations with New York State EITC claimants, stakeholders, and CBOs, we uncovered several themes, including... Taxpayers had limited knowledge of tax code and consequently developed a high dependency on tax prep software and tax prep professionals to interpret, understand, and correctly apply the tax code to their unique tax situation. Taxpayers did not report doing their own additional research in addition to what their tax preparers or tax software advise on the tax code to understand what they were qualified to claim. Taxpayers preferred a tax prep method that was affordable, reliable, and accurate. Some taxpayers did not understand that they did not need to have dependents to claim the EITC. Some taxpayers negatively associated getting official communications, such as inquiry letters, with getting audited. And lastly, all interviewees initially said that claiming the EITC was relatively easy. I believe that these findings were compelling, and so did the constituents we shared the insights with. I was happy with how this project concluded and was proud of using my user research skills to highlight the pain points of an overlooked population. I love discovery research, so I really enjoyed working with New America on this project. 
In addition to the research findings, I learned four things. Number one, government moves at a slower pace than the private sector. In the private sector, usability challenges can be addressed relatively quickly, but in the government, it's a more complex process beholden to various laws and policies. Number two, I love Dovetail and userinterviews.com and want them to sponsor this podcast. Both products and services streamline the research process for me. If you know anyone who was in a position to make these sponsorships happen at Dovetail and userinterviews.com, please let me know. Send them the link to this episode. Number three, researching end users is relatively new to government. Government usually designs and releases, so testing with users is a step they're trying to get comfortable with. Number four, research for government is immediately gratifying because the findings have the potential to affect people in material ways. This was a good experience and I was happy to be a part of it. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to take the listener survey on yesyresearch.com. Give this podcast a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And follow Yizzy Research on Twitter and LinkedIn. We'll chat soon.